Hey friend, welcome back to the Street Cred Podcast, where we take a look into the business side of the streetwear fashion industry. I'm your host, Elijah Delport, streetwear fashion videographer, content strategist, and director of Wink Films. In this episode, I speak with Saim Faruqi, founder of brand Rever De V, about core values and customer avatars. Syme is a big advocate for mental health and started his brand with the intention of bringing awareness to starting conversations. This is his brand's purpose. We speak about why understanding your why is so very important. In other words, your purpose and how to reach customers that care. I think you're really going to like this one. Enjoy the show. Can you maybe share a bit about the um, the early days of the brand? What did that look like? What were some of the major struggles and trials and even some of the major successes, your big learnings from those um, early days of the brand? You know, I started in 2020. Um, mm-hmm. I got a batch of samples from my manufacturers who are my family friends. So I got very lucky with that and I'm extremely grateful. Yeah, and that would that would get, uh, that'd be pretty good, hey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, that was that was like a gold mine right away. And then, you know, people were able to relate to the message. So there was a constant yeah. um I was able to sell out. I did wow. two sample drops, one in June, and that was like at the peak of COVID, I believe. Yeah. And then August of twenty twenty. And yeah. I was sold out pretty instantly, and then mm. I jumped the gun and did an entire collection that was back in November of 2020. Um, and not everything sold out, but my inventory turnover rate at the time was two months. Yeah. And then what happened was I got stuck in my head that it, yeah. it seemed too easy it seemed too easy. So, you know, I, I kind of got cocky and had an attitude. And then that, um, that definitely didn't help me at all. I mean, it makes me the person who I am today because of the challenges I had at the time with my headspace. But I wouldn't listen to many people. I just kind of signed stuff that I wanted to and went with it. And then it was good and all. Because February, I did a huge drop on the pink hoodie that I actually just restocked yesterday yeah. or day before yesterday. Um, that was in February 2020, and I did sell out instantly. Wow. Yeah, I did sell out instantly. Very grateful. And then it was like, nothing can stop me at this point. There's a message. People can relate to it. Um, I kind of know what I'm doing, but I was very wrong i did a drop back in july of 2021 Mm -hmm. um by the way that pink hoodie drop was in february of 2021 then july i did a drop in 2021 okay so just a few months later yeah and it was a major flop like we're talking losing thousands yeah yeah losing thousands and had an extreme setback in the business and and then you know it is what i was i'm 
kind of glad I did get that setback because I sat down and I really thought about, you know, what are some of the things I'm doing and what are some of the things I can improve on and whatnot. And then I I didn't have money to win another collection. Mm. Yeah, so that's why there was a drop in July of 2021 and then December 2021. There was a huge gap. And during yeah. that huge gap, um, the brand had a big downfall. First of all, from the drop in July 2021 and not being able to stay consistent till December 2021. Yeah. Um. You know, I lost a bunch of followers. Um, and at the end of the day, when you do have a brand, a fashion label, it's a business, right? So you have your operating costs, fixed costs. And I was yeah. losing money every day. Uh, so I, I had to learn. I had to go back to the drawing board. And I had mm-hmm. to figure out, figure out a whole bunch of things. And we can get in detail with some of the things. You no, know, I tried figuring out and just, you know, reflecting on what has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to go in detail some of the things? Uh yeah, I yeah, yeah. Let I, I just have a few uh like follow up questions. That it's a yeah. really interesting story actually you got here. So we'll go into into that in a, in a moment. But um what do you think were the some of the like the major factors of the fact that that collection flopped and in the end lost you thousands of dollars? I think, um, well, the thing is your mindset, right? Your mindset, you should try to do things that are going to help others. Mm. Whether that's a collection drop, whatever it is. I was in the mindset to make money. Okay. And I think that's why it flopped. I thought, you know, this is an extremely different product. Um, I'll make a whole bunch of money and this and that. But that that wasn't the case. I didn't listen to a lot of my friends either because some of my friends did not like the product at mm. start. You know, but I had this ego where I was like, okay, you know, they they might not know what's what's right or what are some of the things I want to do. And I think they they were right. So I think that's that's why. Um, also, I didn't look at who my target audience is. I didn't build a yeah. customer profile, right? Those are some of the things I had to learn the hard way after losing thousands of dollars because back in 2020, I just made what I like and people bought it. And I live in a great city, Saskatoon. It's literally... Um, I think it has 250 to 800,000 people, 280 yep. people that live here. It's a close-knit community. So when you do something, especially, you know, in our age when there's a new clothing brand, that's great quality, has a great message, and a lot of your friends are wearing, and you want to buy it too. But it can only, only so many of your friends can buy it for so long. Right? Yeah. That's where I saw the setback. I didn't know what I was actually doing um, to to get outside customers, customers yeah. that I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think so? It, that in the start, maybe 
because you were so connected to that, um, to, because you were so connected to your mental health and that message that you wanted to share with the world. And then also the fact that, you know, all you had all your friends on board. That's why it, in the start, it, it seemed quite easy. Why, why, why you sold out so quickly and, and all these seemingly great things seemed to happen. And then it dropped off because um, I suppose that kind of, maybe it got to your head and then um, there was a big shock to, to your system there. I, I, I definitely, um, I assume. So do, do you think, do you, do you think that's, um, why it sort of dropped off in, in the middle there? I think in the middle it dropped off. Yeah, because um, it was a shock because, you know, when I was in high school, I wasn't the, an extremely popular kid and whatnot. Um, I have always, and I was, when I started the band, I was 20, 20 years old. And I saw a whole bunch of people like, you know, praising me and this and that. So I, I do yeah. think it got to my head. And that's that's why you have to so something that I have realized now is whenever you're at the top, there's a big chance that you'll get to the bottom as well. That's why to stay steady, your mindset has to stay steady. Yep. You know? Yeah. And the whole goal is to help as many people as you can while doing what you like. It's interesting you you say that about um I because I I think a lot of brands struggle um with in the start it being almost too easy and then kind of you know you have that graph with the dip you know where any new task that you try you you got time on the x axis and you know your level of success and then it you know it's great at the start and then it has that dip and then I think a lot of brands struggle to get um, over that dip or through that dip. Yeah. Um, so, but look, Hey, you're here on the other side now. So that's a great testament to, um, your own strength and, and um, your ability to just persist. So good on you. Seriously. Congratulations. I appreciate um, that. Let, let's talk about the other side of, of this dip. Uh, so what, what, I mean, yeah, go, go into it. What are some of the things that you did from then to kind of turn that situation around? Well, you know, I'm going to be honest. The situation has not turned around just yet. Okay. Um, that's why consistency is so important. Yeah. Whether that's you living your life, whether it's, you know, you go into the gym, whether it's a business, clothing line, you have to stay consistent. And mm. like I said, persistence, right? Um, so on the other side, get on the other side, what I'm doing is, first of all, I made a list where it's actually called, where the fuck did I go wrong with RDB? And I just started <laughs> writing stuff. Yeah. And slowly I was able to put all those thoughts that I had in my head. And I was like, maybe that, maybe that yeah. on a tangible, like on something, right. I was able to see and reflect on it. And then, I mean, this might sound a little easy, but you try not to make those mistakes. Yeah. I think if I even pull it up right now, I have around 14 things written. Okay. Did you have the list um, or some things that you could share on it? 
some are a little personal, but oh, sure, yeah, of course. But but you know, I I can get into some of this stuff, right? Um, I have always had this mindset of not making money off my friends. Okay. Because when I was in when I was down in the dumps, right, the people that picked me up, and time and time again, even yesterday, I was not feeling well. My friends, mm. who I consider family, picked me up. So I would give them almost 50% off on the product, 40% off. I was like, I cannot make money off you guys. But then you have to realize, right? At the end of the day, you are running a business. And how does a business succeed? By generating revenue. And I was lucky enough that some friends would simply say no. But then some friends, I guess, in a way took advantage of the discounts which led me into um less cash flow or getting less cash flow but at the time we were 19 and 20 you don't know um yeah anything about business and or at least that's how my social circle is was at the time yeah i you know i i would buy meals with the money that I was making from the brand, I would get gas, and I didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know that. All I was told is I can get rid of my, like I can pay less taxes to increasing expenses, right? That sounds all cool, but when you actually get into the whole nitty gritty of those things, at the end of the day, you're still spending money, right? And that's the money yeah. that can go towards your next drop or your Facebook ad and things like that I I I kind of got to a point where I was like I might need a manager mm. and I, I love my friend to death like she was like you know I'll be a manager for super less money but the money was not the issue the thing was like I kind of stopped working on the brand and it was it started to become like a little, I wanted the brand to be autopilot. Remember when you, when you have a business, you, at least that's how I think in current state, you have to live and breathe that business, that mission. Mm. But like the reason why you started that, because if you yep. don't, someone else will be in this world and they're going to succeed and not you. That's true. That's true. It it does come down again. Everything I say is is gonna have exceptions, right? But a lot of times it does come down to your ability to keep going and working more than the other person, right? So when I hired that manager, she she's kind of took over a lot of things and. I was like, okay, well, now the brand is kind of autopilot. I don't have to do too much. So I just like eventually fucked around. You know, I was, yeah. I was still working. But when I invest my time into the brand right now, and when I think about what I was doing when I hired the manager, it was night and day difference. My. Um, my not just my productivity level, but 
my passion kind of took a hit. Yeah. 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 That, no, that, it's interesting. I think it, what exactly what you're getting at is passion. It's like you got to live and breathe it. And that's passion. Like you just, you know, you think about the things you love as you go to sleep at night. You know, you, you, you come up with new ideas as you go for a walk or you like these types of things. And that, that, that is, I, I think that is what passion is. And that's what passion looks like. That's how to identify passion. Um, and so, so you feel like you lost your passion when you had your manager? Yeah, like a touch is, and bear in mind, like I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure she will listen to this podcast. And I do love this girl. Death, you know she she helped a lot during that time um but like i said i just kind of left this touch or this a connection i had with the brand at the time. yeah yeah i i i definitely think that is a big thing for your brand with rever the v it's i mean uh, like you said you're a big mental health ad- advocate and a lot of the struggles and that you've had with your own mental health, they uh, shine through your brand in the best ways in that you want to bring awareness around that, um, I think. And yeah, do, do you think maybe when you had someone else on to do a lot of the major tasks that you were doing before mm-hmm. that it lost a bit of that message that was so strong to your brand previously i i think so mm. i think so because at the time um because you know i was when i was preparing for your podcast one of the things you mentioned was what are the silver bullets and one thing that came to my mind instantly is like you gotta know your why what yeah. is the reason why you started what you started, whether it's a clothing brand, whether it's any business, right? And I didn't know yeah. my why at the time. So I started playing around with the core values and whatnot. And I think it was able to reflect externally or show externally what's happening. And I do think some people were thinking that the brand is losing core value. Yeah. What what are your core values as a for for your brands? Well, right away it's conversations, man. It is yeah. It is the single most important thing to me because how I get out get out of my depression slumps and anxious slumps is by simply talking, conversing. Yeah. And I know it's a very it's a very tough thing to do. You cannot just I, I was born this way. To just be able to, you know, be an open book, have a conversation with someone and feel better. Mm. And some people cannot do that. But the more you spread this message, maybe it'll help one more person just talk or at least try to talk. And that's the goal. It's conversing. And it's not just conversing about mental health. It's conversing about your feelings. It's conversing about art. And the reason why I keep mentioning art and art is such a huge um, value of the brand, the core value, because art is so subjective. Not everyone goes through the same things or looks at things the same way, right? Yeah. That's why. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how do your core values um, for your brand actually contribute to other areas and why do you think they are so important? Why do I think they're so important? Because, so I'm someone and I'm thankful now that I don't go through this, but I would, all of 2021, man, I was going to change the name of the brand. Even back in, what are we in? June, February yeah. of 2022, I thought about changing the name of the brand. Mm. So I struggle with brand identity constantly. Constantly. It's like, oh, if I change the brand name, then I, because I like things to be a certain way and just that way. Like it cannot go any way around. And by that, what I mean is, so if I want to target, um, for example, teenagers, I would want to name the brand something else. Yeah. Because I read the V, people might not be able to understand that, right? Yeah. So, um, and then I, I still haven't, for the last two years, I've thought about a logo. I still cannot stick to a logo. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm extremely picky with things. That's why it's constantly like, you know, um, Maybe the name search or that or this. And it, it, you know, some of these thoughts do arise when you don't see the numbers that you want to see or you look mm. back at the numbers you had, right? I, I do think those are some of the roots it stands for. But now I don't struggle with brand identity too, too much. It's because right. I know the core values of that's why yeah. everything I do, I think about, okay, does this um include what i'm trying to portray or what are the core values does that make any sense yeah no that does make sense so how might a brand uh, any listeners or or how might they go about um developing core values that they can filter and align everything they do with you gotta look at I think a lot of things go back to your why, right? Yeah. The reason why conversation is a core value of the brand is because conversing is so important to me. Mm. You know, you you have to, these are some of the things that a lot of people learn the hard way, like I did. You, you have to truly reflect on the things you value yeah or you, the other founders value right yeah that's how that's how you try to figure out your core values you look at um you comp- uh, I, I don't want to use competitors but the things you're inspired by the brands sure. you're inspired by right yeah brands you look up to exactly you look up to you know i I, I'm a huge carnivalist. I love you to death. Yeah. Look, man, you, you, you and me, you and me, we love him. <laughs> we we love him. And you know yeah. what Ye says? What if you say? love Ye, that means you love yourself. <laughs> oh, um, man, that's a good but one. Yeah, yeah, but back to your question, man, you, you have to reflect on the things you like and yeah. the things you don't like. And the, 
and what's your why. I that, respect that's that. Find your it's a it's a marathon, bro. It's this is a motherfucking marathon. Pardon my language, but I think we it's, we have come to a point and completely like stop me if I'm going on a tangent. But we have so much resource, everybody, because of social media and you know, like we can start any brand simply by looking it up how to start that thing. Yeah. We have so much information, so much abundance of information that it almost it's a little too much, right? Yeah. And we think of it as it's too easy. But it's it's not like you have to you have to think of it as a marathon. You have to think, keep going back to your why. Mm. And people people see that, bro. People see that, man. Like, you yeah. know, when when you have a reason to do something, that's when you're truly going to find success. Hey, Elijah here. I'm really interrupting your listening to tell you about my mailing list. Sorry, not sorry. I cover topics specific to clothing brands such as building hype, video marketing, content strategy, all things I know will help you increase exposure and turn potential customers into actual customers. So if you're a streetwear brand owner, head over to www.winkfilms.com slash resources. Under a large heading titled, join the mailing list, you will see a button. You can't miss it. Click sign me up, enter your email address, and it's that simple. There'll also be a link in the show notes. Okay, that's all. But make sure you check your junk mail because I for sure belong in your inbox. Back to the show. Speaking about, you know, the why and how you create those core values for a brand and actually like how important they are to, um, just decision making and and all the important things that you need to do in a brand. I think it's yeah, I'm really glad you mentioned it's about the why and purpose because I I definitely stand by that and I agree that agree with that because um yeah, I mean that isn't that what core values are at the at, at their essence, isn't it? The why and the purpose and and so yeah, I think that's absolutely great advice for any brands out there that are looking at developing the core values look at the why and if you don't have a why i mean well that's probably some sort of sign but i think there should be a why behind everything and i think there always is but it's just a matter of finding that what that is and um, i suppose yeah what 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 was what was the why for you why it's about like i said man just it's so hard conversing about your feelings and about your mental health yeah. That even if one person can have the courage to converse with a friend or anyone, mm. that's that that's my why. That's your and why. Not, and I'm gonna be honest, man. You know, having a brand, it's it's cool, bro. Like the things that you get to do um, on daily basis, photo shoots, um, designing, all that stuff. Yeah. I'm extremely grateful that the life I get to live is uh, right now I'm not making any money off this, but I still get to do things that I love. Yeah. That's yeah. great to hear. That's great to hear. Yeah. 
Uh, I just, uh, you mentioned earlier on about um, customer avatars and how they, and how you develop that um, coming up from that dip is one of the the things you did. So tell me a a bit about how your um, core values fit in with the customer avatar, how you develop your customer avatar, and even a bit about who, who, who is your customer avatar? What is a customer avatar? There's a lot of questions there, but um, unpack that for me. I'll unpack that for you as well as I can. Um, so why is customer avatar so important, right? Golden question. We, we, we talked about um, why your core values are so important because it reflects your brand. You can, if you're confused about something, you think about the core value and then you're like, okay, does it match this? Does it not? I can do this, I can, right? Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing with the customer as well, right? If you, you know your customer, then you kind of know if this is something that is going to work out or not. And it sounds, like because you know someone can easily confront or um be like hey but what if i'm trying to experiment with something and my customers don't like it then what's the point of a customer avatar yeah well a customer avatar also helps with if you know how your customers can reach you then you can start targeting them that way and that's just one of the things why it's so important because I know, like, some of my customers, um, they are on Instagram a lot more than TikTok. That's why I'm mm-hmm. still not focused on TikTok. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I, I love this custom avatar conversation because, I mean, part of my line of work and working with um, other streetwear brands is actually helping them to find their customer avatar, um, know who they are, know what their hobbies are, and like a, a big thing in custom avatar, I think is like, it's very specific, but buying objections and just knowing things like this allow you to exactly what you're saying, pinpoint and target certain things. It allows you to experiment. It means you can, it means you can try things and, and, and just knowing your audience and who your customers are or potential customers are or who you want them to be is such a powerful position to be in because, I mean, you, there's just so much leverage you get from that. It's like speaking to, um, you know, it's, it's the difference between speaking to the whole world and no one cares or to speaking to a very direct and specific group of people, you know, and, and with that, you, you know what you want to talk about. You know the kind of content that you can be posting. Like you said, you know where you where they are. You know where you can post that. And you, and, then, and then there's just so many, so many fruits that come from knowing your customer avatar. It's, um, yeah, I just, yeah, I think it, it is seriously just, I think any brand that is, um, that hasn't already created a customer avatar, whether you're just starting out a year in, if you're 10 years in, um, I think like now today is the day to start, um, and create a customer avatar or customer avatars. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, or just try it. Yeah. You're not losing anything, right? If a brand is, if an owner or someone who's listening to this 
But just a businessman, I think every business should have customer arbitrage, and I think you do. Mm. Yeah, it like I said, you know, you're able to if you try to target everybody, you're not gonna. Yeah. And I'm gonna be brutally honest. I still struggle with trying to find out my customer profile because I do have a lot of people. So I live in a place where it's it's a little country based. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a fashion forward city. Mm-hmm. It's in Saskatchewan, Canada. You know, this is where the prairies are. Right. And um I'm not trying to offend anyone, but it's just this is the style that I'm trying to go for. Keys and whatnot. A lot of people don't wear that there. Yeah. But there are some people who are living that lifestyle, um, living in prairies, and they still they still buy like the box of keys and whatnot. So it it is hard. It's hard to try to figure out pinpoint exactly who you're going to target. Yeah. But just even having a basic idea or working towards finding so the basic important. idea, it's important. And it'll definitely, you're not losing anything. If anything, DM yeah. me, I can help. Or yeah. no, DM, DM Elijah. <laughs> Wake.com, you know? Yeah, well, that's right. That's my thing, hey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's, I think it's definitely, um, there's a mindset around, uh, understanding your audience and, and even choosing a, an audience like that that's a big step in that in and there's like a mindset that is like well is my audience gonna shrink you know if i choose a very specific group of people to sell this to or understand a, a specific person to try and target is it gonna shrink but i i've heard this analogy and this is not my own but i'm gonna share it anyway i'm gonna steal it um it's that, that there's an ocean and there's, you know, a trillion fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. And many think that targeting a trillion fish in the sea means that there's potentially a trillion fish to catch, which is true. But you go out on a fishing day and you catch a fish. Right? Good for you, right? But then yeah. the, the alternative to, to knowing a very specific customer type is a bucket. And you're fishing in a bucket now. And so it's the same size net. It's the same size net. There's a trillion fish in the sea, but then you have a small bucket and there's only a thousand fish in the bucket, but you're going to catch a thousand. So I know what I want to catch. Is it one fish or a thousand fish? It's definitely a thousand. So it's less about the, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's almost counterintuitive and it's, it's a bit strange like that, but it's like the, the ocean, a trillion fish or a bucket, a thousand fish, a thousand fish in a bucket every single time. Because they're right there. They're all for you to catch. You know exactly who you're speaking to, how to speak to them, how to reach them. And that they're going to grab onto that. They're going to grab onto that. You're going to get a catch. That's that's a really, said, really important thing. Right away, someone can ask, they're like, well, you knew your customers wouldn't like that. Yet you posted. So how does, how does customer profile helping you? Well, like I said, in some ways, it just helps me to know where they're going to find the content that I'm going to post. We've talked about this several times. Um, Another way, I know like a lot of my customers, um, they're into like politics. And it's not like Mm. 
like U.S. related politics is more so like you know um, quality, like um, help this person and so, so like social happening? issues. Social issues. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I sometimes would post some things that are related to social issues. Yeah, and my uh, followers, and I don't want to say my followers, but the homies that like the brand, they they interact with it. They like the story, and that's how I know you know the content that I'm posting is something relatable. Yeah, no, that, yeah. that that's a good point. I think that's um, just that, like I mean, your brand is a great example. You've got you know some a good some good values there that know your purpose and then you see you know with that you know who your customers are and know the type of things you post you know being a brand that advocates for mental health means that you can post to an audience that maybe struggles with that or wants to hear about it. i mean who doesn't struggle with it but um, you know, or, or wants to hear about it and wants to learn about it and wants to know. And so because you know that, you're able to post things like um, things about social issues. And I think this is a really interesting era of business that, I mean, I say we're stepping into. We've been in it for a long, like quite a while now. But it, it's actually, it's about covering topics and, and things that aren't directly related to a product. Um, so I'll give an example like uh dove the the brand which is i mean i yeah. don't know if you know about it over there in canada i'm not actually Absolutely. sure but yeah so so dove i mean they sell like soaps and shampoos and things like that and they create yeah. um ad campaigns that tell stories of people um in the lgbtq community um and they'll they'll share stories of um people that struggle with um beauty and things like that and their their whole thing is redefining beauty and so i suppose it's it's not directly linked to soap some of these topics that they're covering but it, they're using these campaigns and, and putting these messages out there as a way to appeal to a particular audience this is something that an audience can grab onto so a, a, a customer can see that they're putting these ads out next time that they think to buy they're going to you know buy some soap or buy some shampoo at the shops they're more likely to buy um, soap or shampoo from uh, a brand that they identify with um, and, and it's because that they put out these ideas and it, it does it does it can be controversial sometimes because it, it splits you know people down the middle some people go this right. way some people go the other way and like you said with your um, Instagram post, you lost some followers because of that. Um, but the the other interesting thing that happens, and this is the payoff here, it's actually earning loyal customers at the same time. And, and you, when you're speaking to a very specific group of people on a topic that's a bit controversial, something that that is is very strong in its message, if you will. Yeah. They the people that appeal to that will become loyal to a brand. And so this is the era I think that um we're in at the moment of branding and advertising. It's it's actually creating a message that's appealing and this is and then here is the importance of core values and custom avatar. 
core values ask like what is your message that's what core value tells you like what 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 are you trying to get out there to the world what you know what topics what social issues are you covering what does your brand stand for and then you have the customer avatar it's just how do you tell that to the world who are you telling that to how do you reach them and how are they going to receive that and this is again linking this to a big picture and and giving some uh, practical examples of you know advertising examples that i think is um yeah so so very valuable how is your mental health Elijah? my mental health i am yeah. that's a good question actually thanks for asking that but um i'm i'm feeling really good at the moment i'm i'm very happy i am uh i'm busy and probably if there's any downfall it would be my lack of sleep uh, which is obviously a problem but i'm i'm very happy um life's good but my happiness and joy for life is not defined by my situation so that's that's how i feel about life i i i have a joy that's rooted um internally and in my faith actually um as a christian so that's yeah that's uh that's my that's what my mental health is at <laughs> well honestly um first of all happy to hear that and what makes me yeah. even more happy is that you're in tune with yourself you're answer defined yeah. um that you do i mean i could be wrong you say but you reflect on yourself and yeah. a lot of the things you do yeah. Do you do journal? Um, sometimes, yeah. I think I find it difficult to journal only because... Mm, I don't know why I find it so difficult to journal, but I, I do other things that are probably my equivalent to journaling. Like, I go for rides and I I talk to myself... And I use that time to just be in quiet sometimes and and kind of reflect in on myself and and kind of you know go over things in my head and that kind of thing and I think that's what journaling is for um for for some people for some, so that's kind of my equivalent yeah right right no i I'm with that I mean at the end of the day, if journaling is gonna work for me, that doesn't mean it's gonna work for you. I I judge having a a clothing brand would be, yeah, sometimes quite intense. You know, it's a lot of time, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of money, and sometimes you lose it. Um, so, like, what are some of the things that you have found that have helped you get through that those tough times with with mental health? Is journaling one of those things, or is there or is there something else as well? Journaling has definitely been a thing. Yeah, though I haven't journaled in like five six days now. Um, right. but it, it's, hey life it, happens yeah life happens you know it's i think uh, me and my friend were talking about this and he said that all of us have goals and what's important is trying to figure out what's your step one to get to that step five so for me that's just hanging out with my friends that's yeah. the way i relieve that stress that i have from running a business and scrolling out because when it Having a clothing line, it it's simply a whole bunch of people that are trying to make 
this thing work? So if I can give a quick example, it'd be like, you know, I give, I make a tech pack, I send it to someone, that agent sends it to someone, someone makes it, someone ships it, comes back to me, someone models it, someone buys it. Hmm. There's a whole lot of people and yeah. we all are bound to make mistakes. So it, it gets very stressful at times. Yeah. But that that leads you to finding out the things that you really want to do. If, if if it's this stressful and you keep doing it, that means, you know, this might be the right thing for now. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. It's interesting you you say you make that connection with your friends. It just what you spoke about before, how you in a way separate um, business with your friends or your customers and your friends, um, just with the way you know you personally give them discounts and things like this. I mean, th- this this might be for some. It's not for everyone, but um, it's just interesting how you do that, how you value those relationships so much, and you find a good foundation in those relationships and so much value in having a clothing brand because i think you definitely recognize all the people and effort and and all the different individuals that go into making something like this happen well it went for the sport right um and i'm going to use support and as cliche as it sounds haters if it wasn't for them then the brand wouldn't be a thing. Haters keep make me push. Yeah. Um, and support and my friends make me push harder. Hmm. If if that makes sense. No, it does. I I agree with that. I uh I feel the same. I think I uh I like a bit of opposition because for me, an opposition means I'm going in the right direction. I'm doing the right thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I haven't got a good analogy for that right now off the top of my head, but there is definitely one there. I think opposition um usually means you're going in the right direction. If there's if there's just nothing, if there's nothing happening in the water, then you know, it's people aren't going to oppose things that they feel strongly about. And if people feel strongly negatively about it, there's going to be others that feel strongly positively about yeah. that. And uh I think yeah, it's it's interesting you touch on that. I it definitely links back to our conversation about um core values and, and just understanding who the customer is and what their values are and what they stand for and taking a stand for something as a brand because they're going to be people that feel strongly negatively as there are positively. And yeah, it when you have that opposition, um I think that's that's when you know you're on the right track. That's when you know you're on the right track. You know, my one friend has always told me, he's like, hey, if you have haters, that means you're doing something right. I just, it it doesn't just, it never registered in my mind. I was like, I'm doing something great. And I hope I don't sound cocky. I was like, why would someone hate? But hey. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Like if I'm doing it right, yeah. Why would someone hate? But I mean, not everyone's gonna like it, hey. And we can't please everyone. And the goal should never be to please everyone. I think that's exactly. that's the the major thing with um understanding a customer. It's it should never be to please everyone. Yeah. Exactly. Where do we uh, summarize that? Yeah. 
look, we've had a really great conversation. I think it's been very productive. Um, I I've got something out of today. I, I hope you have the same. But is there any final, I mean, you touched on it before, but final silver bullets that you can share with um, listeners, fellow brand owners? Um, you gotta, so brand owners, right? I'll be a little more specific then. In a clothing brand, you make something, you sell something, right? There should be a production schedule and there should be a marketing schedule. Bear in mind, I implemented this a month ago. Yeah. But how much, like, um, Jordan Peterson, I don't know if a lot of people would know him, but he's someone who has dealt with depression. And he talks about the how important a routine is, right? Now, imagine if a person who is chronically depressed or just depressed and they get on a routine and they find um some sort of relief now how important that would be to have a schedule and routine in a business yeah right because why that helps to build consistency so you got to work on your production schedule you got to work on your marketing schedule you have to in the back of your head it should be like okay am i am i trying to help someone it, it doesn't have to be about mental health it doesn't have to be about motivating someone it could just be Hey, like I made this and I hope one day someone else starts the brand too and they do what I what they like. Right? Mm. I think when we are entrepreneurs and business owners, you get in this headspace of oh, like, I'm the best and someone tries to compete, they suck, this and that. That's not how you grow. You grow by helping others push. Yeah. Because karma is a bitch, my guy. but but yeah production schedule marketing schedule knowing your why uh knowing your core values um and just being a good person man i think when you're a good person yeah eventually it'll work out right now i'm going to be honest my brand financially numbers wise not working out but eventually it'll work out yeah stick with it yeah, I'm trying to spread some positive message in this world. And, yeah. Um, people are able to relate to it, just not monetary just yet. So you got to increase that customer base, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's about a lot about just helping and, and being – I think the world needs more people to simply just be of help assistance provide some value and i think that's that's a big thing and i and what you shared in your silver bullet just now um yeah i think someone needs to hear that someone needs to hear that yeah and you know anyone who's listened to this um if you're trying to support the brand or anything like that you don't have to buy a product just simply ask someone how their mental health is and you'll realize how how much it helps to know um your like yourself when you ask that question you're like oh i can relate to that somewhat sorry i'm going on a tangent there and that other person that you'll ask will feel like oh this person actually cares about me yeah that's some great advice right and when you give someone importance man that's that's what it is like if we look at that shelter food whole hierarchy thing Mm. some some people end up harming themselves because simply because they don't think they're important. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Know your importance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, know your importance. Yeah. So for people who want to find a, more about you or Rever the V, uh, where where can they go? I mean, Rever the V. So R E V E U R S D E V I E everywhere. Um, whether it's TikTok, Pinterest, Instagram, DM me. I would absolutely love to have a conversation with you. Um, whoever it is, and I mean, I guess you can put my um, you can put my Instagram in the bio, but I, people don't really need to know about me. They need to know <laughs> the brand. Yeah, I, well, they I keep it low key. Yeah, anyone with uh, follow up questions, there you go. There's a a place. Uh, DMs are open. Hey, absolutely. Yeah, and paranoid yeah. my paradise. If someone has a story and they would like to share. Um, this, yeah. to the world. That's right. A podcast of your own. What 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 was, what was that called again? Paranoid in my paradise. Great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, what what kind of topics do you cover? Just briefly, what topics do you cover, and um, who is it for? It's to anyone who feel like they they want to relate to someone who is. I don't know if struggling is the right word, but someone, they want to listen to someone and feel like they belong in this world. Yeah. Or, you know, if you just want to, because sometimes I go on rants and I try to motivate people. If you want to get some <laughs> motivation, you can listen to it, entertainment, yeah. anything. Yeah, give it a try. You know, if for some people, um, they might like it. Some people might not like it. But the whole goal is to start conversation around yeah. mental health in the podcast because the whole thing is like you know i was like some some people can't buy a product right so mm. i want to provide free value and then me and my best friend brooklyn actually we started a podcast he's yep. my co-host yeah Shout great stuff yeah no that's that's a really great initiative but uh look Simon, thanks so much for joining me today on today's podcast it's been a fantastic conversation about core values and uh, customer avatars and mental health and all very important things in terms of business and even um, personal lives outside of business. But um, yeah, thank you so much for, for coming on today. I hope you've in, enjoyed it. Yeah, man, it was, it was a pleasure. Yeah. It was an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me, you know, provide value. I hope I provided some value. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, bouncing off you with ideas and conversation was an absolute pleasure. So once again, thank you. Thank you very much. Awesome. No, I I've, I feel the same way. And whenever I'm going to be in Australia, I'll hit you up. Yeah, and, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, take care, man. Have a great weekend. Or Bye day. now. Peace. Hey, you made it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Street Cred. I love the vulnerability and value Sime Faruqi brought to the table in this conversation. A big thank you to him for coming on. But before I let you go, together let's do today's practical practice. Open your notes app or for the cool kids, grab a pen and some paper. Either way, you're going to want to write this one down. A simple heading. Why? 
write the first three things that come in mind in relation to the purpose behind your brand. We're really looking at answering that question, why? What is the reason behind doing what you do? This is the foundation for your streetwear label's core values. Great job. I hope after today's conversation, you are one step closer to selling more garments. For the real ones that got this far, I wanna share with you something I believe will help your clothing brand go to the next level. My mailing list, of course. By signing up, you can expect daily emails about content strategy, marketing, and much more all specific to streetwear brands. Go to winkfilms.com slash resources and enter your business email. You won't regret it. All other links mentioned in today's show will be listed in the show notes. That's all from me. I can't wait for you to join me again next week. Bye now.